Welcome to the Love Your Life Podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach, fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life, health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve. your girl Stephanie. I am so happy that you have come back to another episode of Love Your Life podcast where I give you the tools and resources to uplevel your overall health, mind, body, and soul so that you can create that life you absolutely love. This podcast is for people who want to improve their health, grow spiritually, and have a positive outlook on life. If that sounds like you, then I'm so happy that you have found this podcast. This week, we are touching base and going on last week's episode where I had shared my hormonal health story. I thought it would be very appropriate to continue on that journey. Yesterday, I had the honor to do a presentation at a lower medical spa right here in Michigan. And I discussed about hormonal health and how it can impact your weight. So I wanted to share a lot of those tidbits that I shared to the audience with you, my listening audience today. So let's dive into today's topic. So as I mentioned yesterday, I had the honor of doing a presentation at Allure Medical Spa and to talk about how hormones impact your weight. And I get this question all the time from a lot of my clients. I've been doing everything. I've been eating clean. I'm exercising. I'm doing my cardio. Yet the weight just doesn't seem to budge. And it's always like around that midsection and the hips, um, whether you're pear shape or apple shape, whatever it may be. And they're frustrated because it's like, I don't understand what it is that I'm doing that is causing my weight to not go down. Like I'm seeing some gains um, in the scale, like the scale's going down and then all of a sudden it just plateaus and it seems like I just can't seem to lose that weight. Um, so if any of these things sound like you, then this is a great episode for you to tune into because we'll cover a lot of this in today's episode. So if this sounds like you, I eat clean and I exercise and yet I still can't seem to lose weight. That is what I hear a lot from my clients. I'm getting old and my metabolism is slowing down. It's just generic. I've tried everything. There's nothing I can seem to do. My cravings are so bad that I try not to give in, but I just can't seem to stop eating. Or the I lose five pounds and then gain them back. It is so frustrating. It's this constant yo-yo of the five pounds go, then I get back on the scale and they're back again. Oh, so annoying. The reason why you are struggling with your weight is that your hormones possibly are out of whack. So if you tried everything else out there, you've, you know, you've done the, that route of the dieting and exercising, 
and you've seen some um, progress, but then it stalls and it just seems like you're stuck, it's probably because your hormones are out of whack. Hormones can make it very challenging, if not impossible, to lose weight. Um, if you are wondering if your hormones are out of whack or there's any kind of hormonal imbalances, I invite you to go over to my website, www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. I will leave it in the show notes. Also, there is a hormonal quiz. So um, if you go onto the website, you see it relatively at the top, um, right underneath my photo, you will see that there is a hormonal quiz. Take the quiz and find out if you are dealing with some kind of a hormonal imbalance. So let's dive into the four hormones that can be impacting your weight. The very first one is estrogen. And if you're a woman listening to this, you definitely know um, about estrogen because we all have it, right? Um, and females, estrogen affects the following areas of our body. Our ovaries, estrogen helps stimulate the growth of an egg follicle. In the vagina, it also helps stimulate the growth of the vagina to its adult size and thicken the wall, um, also increasing the acidity and reducing bacterial infections. It also helps to lubricate the vagina. So this is why as we go into menopause, we end up having being very dry in that area because we lose a lot of the estrogen. For the fallopian tubes, estrogen is responsible for the growth of a thick muscular wall in the fallopian tubes and the contractions that transport the egg and sperm cells. For the uterus, estrogen enhances and maintains the mucous membrane that lines the uterus and increases the size of the endometrium as well as enhancing blood flow, protein content, and enzyme activity. Estrogen also stimulates the muscles in the uterus to develop and contract contractions during the delivery of an infant in a placenta, and they also assist the wall in the uterus getting rid of dead tissues during your menstruation. And I tell people all this time, we are so lucky because as women, every single month, we are detoxing. We are getting rid of what is no longer serving us through our menses. I know it's like a nicer way of looking at it. A lot of times we were like, oh, this dread doing it, but it's actually very healthy for us to do that. Unlike men who they have all this excess testosterone, it's really hard for them to eliminate that out their body um, because they're not bleeding on a monthly basis. Um, cervix, your cervix, estrogen is thought to regulate the flow and thickness of the uterine mucus secretion. It enhances the movement of the sperm inside um, sperm cell to the egg and it enables the fertilization process. Um, also, in the mammary glands, estrogen forms unique relationship with other hormones in the breast. They are responsible for the growth and the appearance of your, um, your growth of your breast during the adolescent stages, the pigmentation of the nipples, uh, and eventually the flow of milk when you are starting to um, breastfeed and then also stopping it when you are um, done breastfeeding. Other really great things about estrogen, it makes the bones smaller and shorter um, and the pelvis broader and the shoulders more narrow. So this is what gives you that figure. Um, it also, this is one of the things that we're going to touch base upon. It increases the fat storage around your hips and thighs, meaning the body is more curved and contoured. So that gives you that feminine look. Um, it makes your voice box smaller. It also um, slows down the growth of um, of females during puberty and increases the sensitivity to insulin. Insulin, we've influences the amount of the body fat and lean muscle a person can develop. 
And we'll talk about that a little bit later too. And it um, also helps your body to have less hair on your actual like arms and legs and having more hair that is more permanent on your head. Uh, some of the really great things about estrogen is that it helps the for the brain. It helps maintain the body temperature. It regulates the part of the brain linked to sexual development and enhances the effects of the brain feel-good chemicals. So that's that mood, um, helping you to decrease the um, depression. For the skin, um, a lot of you ladies know this, it helps give you that really nice plump look. Um, as you age, you start to reduce the collagen. So that's when your face starts to um, not be as plump and subtle and you start to get those fine lines. The bones, it helps prevent bone strength, uh, preserve bone strength and prevent the bone loss. So this, again, as you age and you go through osteoporosis, because um, we tend to lose a lot of estrogen during our menopause, that's when our bones get very brittle. And for the liver and the heart, the hormone regulates cortisol, um, cholesterol production in the liver, and it helps to protect the heart and arteries. So again, estrogen is responsible for how you respond to food, drink, and supplements. Simply put, estrogen dominance is the main reason why women have a harder time losing weight, regardless of the age, when compared to men. And I can do a whole nother presentation or a whole nother um, topic just on estrogen dominance. So that's one of the big things that can really, really impact it. And doing things like drinking can also really impact that hormone too. So the recommendations um, to be able to balance out this hormone is to eat a pound of vegetables a day. The fiber from the vegetables will help your body eliminate excess estrogen. It does this by eliminating it through your bowel movements. So making sure that you are regular. If you are not having a daily or a couple times a day bowel movement, then that is a problem because you have excess estrogen that built up and you're not able to eliminate it properly, plus a whole bunch of other toxins. But in this um, regards, you have a lot of excess estrogen that's built up, which is probably hindering your process of losing weight. So I recommend for women... 35 to 45 grams of fiber a day. And for men, that's going to be 40 to 50 grams of fiber a day. The next one I want to talk about is insulin. So when you're overweight or skinny fat, insulin becomes imbalanced and you experience blood sugar highs and the lows. Your liver turns the sugar into fat because your glucose regulator is broken. Um, so some of the things and some of the functions when it comes to to liver um, insulin is that it modifies the activity of enzymes and resulting in the reactions in the body. It, it builds muscles following sickness or injury via the transportation of the amino acids to the muscle tissue, which requires the repair of the muscle damage and increases the size and the strength. It manages the synthesis of the lipids by uptaking into the fat cells, which are converted into triglycerides, and it manages the breakdown of or of protein and lipids due to the changes in the fat cells. So the biggest thing, and you've probably heard of insulin, especially if you are um, diabetic or hypoglycemic, like I am, is that it can really do some, um, it can really cause you to deal with these spikes of high and low blood sugar. The biggest thing that you want to do is to make sure that you're moderating it as best as possible. 
Because what ends up happening is that you take some food. So you take a carbohydrate, you take some sugar, and your body is looking to utilize that as a form of energy. If it doesn't utilize it as a form of energy, let's say like if you're not doing a race later on that day or tomorrow, um, your body is going to end up storing any of that unused carbohydrate or um, sugar, which it turns into insulin, into a fat storage because it, fat is another form of energy. So it's just kind of holding on to it for you to utilize later on. That is the reason why we end up gaining weight because a lot of times we don't really need to utilize that stored um, fat because we are actually going to be burning it off, um, not burning it off, but we're actually going to be uh, consuming more food later on. So our body is smart into the fact that it's trying to survive, but it doesn't realize that we are actually going to continue to consume food throughout the course of the day or the week or whatever it may be. So it really has no need for it to hang on to any of that excess fat whatsoever. So how do you heal from this? Eat a low sugar diet with less simple carbohydrates. A 2004 study found that consuming two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar before a high carbohydrate meal significantly reduces blood glucose levels in people with insulin resistance. And as we're recording this right now, I actually have my hot water and apple cider vinegar beside me. Now, someone had asked yesterday in regards to adding um, honey into that. It actually, for a lot of people, they don't like the, the bitter taste of apple cider vinegar. And for the purpose of trying to regulate out your um, your insulin levels, I would not recommend adding honey. But if you're trying to wean your way into drinking apple cider vinegar, just a little bit of honey and maybe some cinnamon will help. I would definitely try the apple cider vinegar with just cinnamon to see if that helps. It helps sweeten it up. And then if that's not the case, then add a little bit of honey. But eventually you want to get to the point where it's just apple cider vinegar and maybe some cinnamon. You do not want to have any of the honey because that's really not going to help you when it comes to um, your insulin levels whatsoever. Cortisol. All right. So I can do like, again, another, and I, maybe I will, maybe I do another whole podcast just on cortisol. Cortisol is re a response to stress. Most of us are battling some form of chronic stress. What makes you store fat, especially in that midsection, that belly section. And I remember Man, this had to be probably about five, 10 years ago when I saw a lot of the commercials on like, hey, take this supplement, it helps you reduce your cortisol levels. And they didn't really talk about um, cortisol as far as stress. It was more like it helps you get that thin little waistline because all of the excess fat is in your stomach and that's where cortisol kind of um, stores the fat. And at the time, honestly, I had no idea what cortisol was because it just seemed like, oh yeah, cortisol is what makes you fat in the, in the midsection. Um, so... What it is, it's pretty much that whole fight or flight situation. When you're in a stressful situation, your body will create cortisol to get you out of the situation so, to, so that you are have that like increase of that heart rate and everything else to get you out of that stressful situation. The thing about it is that your body does not know the difference between stress at work, um, meeting a deadline or stress at home, having an argument with your significant other or your kids. Um, or getting hit by a car. It does not know the difference between those stress. It considers stress as stress as stress. And as much as we, and including myself, say that we are really great at working under pressure, we are not. Eventually, something ends up giving. And a lot of times that is excess weight on our bodies. 
a lot of times that is us being really, really tired, us being very moody and snapping. We do not work well under pressure, under stress. Um, we are not a diamond. We are not that diamond in the rough that the more you put pressure on it, become a diamond. It, 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 we, the more you put pressure on us, we start to break down. Um, high cortisol is also linked to things like depression, food addiction, and sugar cravings. So think about it. When you are under a lot of stress, how many times do you start to crave more sugary foods? Um, how many times do you have a hard time, like you medicate yourself with food? And then how many times are you just feeling so overwhelmed and so depressed? All of these things start to lead us to gaining weight. So my recommendation, and please don't hate me, but to reset your cortisol is to stop drinking caffeine, especially coffee, which can spike these cortisol levels. So please, please, please stop drinking that caffeine. It is not good for you whatsoever. Um, a lot of times, you know, that's, it's hard. It's definitely hard. It took me a long time uh, to be able to, to get out of drinking caffeine. It took me a very long time. I went off of it for a, a while and then I got back on. And this year, I could probably say since the beginning of 2018, and this is now April, I've only had coffee for about 10, probably 10 cups. I would say about 10 cups, 10 cups of coffee, because I don't really fully drink a full cup of coffee um, when I was drinking, but I would say about 10 cups of coffee for sure. All right. So the next one I want to touch base with is your thyroid. Your thyroid is in charge of your metabolism and it impacts the rate of calories burned. Thyroid function plays a vital role in maintaining a healthy weight and thyroid is a major player in weight loss resistance. It's a common cause of hypothyroidism is gluten intolerance. So you've probably heard of like overactive and underactive thyroid. This is where that comes into play. The main function of the thyroid gland is to take iodine found in many foods and convert it into a thyroid hormone, um, T4 and T3. Thyroid cells are the only cells in the body which can absorb iodine. When these cells combine iodine and amino acid, um, thyresine, to make T3 and T4, T3 and T4 are released into the bloodstream and are transported through the body where they controlled your metabolism. Every cell in the body depends upon this thyroid hormone for regulation of the metabolism. The normal thyroid gland produces about 80% of T4 and about 20% of T3, However, T3 possesses about four times the hormone strength as T4. Um, so it's really, really ideal to that you want to have your thyroid, which is located like right underneath your throat. That's why a lot of times when you go and see the doctor, they're over there and they're trying to touch the thyroid glands to see if it's um, enlarged, if it's out of whack. That is what is probably causing a lot of issues, whether it is that you're trying to lose weight or gain weight, depending on if you're overactive or underactive um, thyroid. Um, and then for the recommendations is Brazilian nuts. You need iodine, as we talked about, selenium, zinc, and copper for proper thyroid function. Brazilian nuts are the richest source of selenium from food. So you need selenium for the glucothyroid production to help decrease the thyroid antibodies. Although, I must give out this disclaimer, some people with Hashimoto's are advised to avoid selenium. 
Um, so make sure that you are um, not consuming that if you are hype, uh, have Hashimoto's. And so for those that don't know what Hashimoto's is, it's an autoimmune disease that actually attacks your thyroid. Um, so be very, very cautious when it comes to that. So those are the main um, the main four hormones, and there's quite a few other ones, but those are the main four ones that really impact your weight. So if you are struggling to lose weight, or for some people who are struggling to gain weight, it's probably dealing with one of those um, hormones. Again, I advise um, that you go over to my website at www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. It's going to be in the show notes. Take the quiz. Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to directly link the quiz in the show notes so that it makes it easier for you to find. You don't have to scroll through my website. Just take the quiz and find out if you are dealing with um, some form of hormonal imbalance. You'll be surprised. A lot of times we're like, oh, no, you know, no, I don't have any hormonal imbalances. But when you look at the, some of the symptoms, you're like, oh, oh, wow. I didn't realize that that means that I have uh, a hormonal imbalance. So my mission is to really help women um, understand their bodies as best as possible. Um, my biggest goal is to help women who are struggling to lose weight because of their hormonal imbalances, understanding the, that permanent weight loss occurs as a result of hormonal balance and help many of my clients to really break through any of their barriers when it came to losing weight just by understanding how their body functions and that they need to feed their body a certain way, especially a certain parts of their 28-day cycle, and then also to accommodate workouts that go with the 28-day cycle. The biggest thing is understanding how your body works. We are cyclical beings. Um, so a lot of times we try to do the whole square peg and a round hole. We try to do something that is ideal for a man's body, but it doesn't necessarily function well for us. And I, I understand like, yes, we are all created equal in so many different ways, but we have different hormones. And we have to really honor the fact that although we can be just as strong as the guy, as I talked about in my previous episode, lifting heavy weights all day long, when you're dealing with the different parts and phases of your cycle, when really you need to nurture yourself, pay attention to that. Pay attention to what phase are you in. Are you in the luteal phase? Are you in your ovulation phase, like follicular phase? Are you in your uh, menstruation phase? Like, pay attention to those phases. And if you're no longer going through your um, your period, you can use the moon. Like, I'm now in sync with the moon, and I can talk about that in another episode too. But I'm now perfectly in sync with the moon, where I know that, like, hey. I'm about to start my cycle pretty soon because, you know, it's now getting close to a full moon or for those, you know, a new moon. Um, and there's different, there's different things that were, if you are ovulating or going through menses through a full moon versus uh, um, a new moon. And I can talk about that again in another episode as I could talk about this stuff <laughs> all, all day long. Um, but the end of it is that knowing how your body works and then also finding the right program, having a trusted mentor, and being armed with the best knowledge out there as possible. Because there's so much information out there and you can get completely overwhelmed. Um, 
and you feel like you just have like this whole burden of like, okay, I'm trying to lose weight. I don't know what to do. There's so many conflicting information. What do I end up doing? So sticking to a plan, seeing it through and knowing that you are in someone's hands that is a trusted resource, that they have your back. That's what I'm out there for. So if you feel that you take that quiz and you're like, yes, Stephanie, I have a hormonal imbalance and you want to hop on um, a consultation call, I offer them for free. I mean, I'm out there to help you out as best as possible. So take advantage of that free consultation call with me, book that appointment after taking that quiz so that we can take a deeper dive and finding out what it is that, what is your goals and then how can we achieve them through balancing out your hormones. Maybe your goal has nothing to do with weight loss. Maybe your goal is that you have more vitality. Maybe your goal is that you become a stronger individual. Maybe your goal is that you are battling with anxiety and um, you know it's tied to your hormones because it gets even worse during your cycle and you want to be able to regulate that. Maybe your goal is that you know you want to become more fer- fertile. Um, maybe it is that you want to feel more confident and have a higher sex drive and you know just feel amazing and have a closer relationship with your significant other because you felt like that has been lacking in the last couple of years. And you think a lot of that is tied to not just your appearance, but how you feel internally and your sex drive has just gone down. Like you used to just be revving up. And all of a sudden, it's just bleh. You know, maybe that's you. You know, maybe you're going through menopause and these hot flashes are just getting completely out of control. Um, Or you're starting to lose hair and all this other kind of stuff. So there's so many different things. It doesn't necessarily have to be weight loss specific. But I can help you understand your, your, your cycle and help you come up with a plan that gets your body back to balance. That's the ultimate goal. All right, you guys, next week, I will be in beautiful Mexico. I'm actually leaving out tomorrow to head down to Mexico for 10 days. I'm going to try to record a podcast. If not, I will be sharing with um, you an interview with a lovely guest who came on to the show. Um, Her name is Michelle, and she actually did acupuncture. So, um, Definitely, 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 you'll love it. We got really knee deep about talking about health and wellness, talking about self care. Um, so you'll love listening to that episode again. I'm sorry, her name is Monica. So if I'm not able to record a podcast while I'm down there because I'm not sure what my internet connection is going to be like, don't worry. You'll be listening to an interview that I had with lovely Monica. She is local in the Michigan area and. She is um, an acupuncturist. So if that's something that's ever interests you, tune in to that episode. All right, you guys, you take care. You have a lovely, lovely week. And I will see you next week. All right, bye for now. Thank you for tuning into the Love Your Life podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at FWL underscore Steph and on Facebook at Fitness Wellness Life. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com.
Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode.